0: Alright, good morning everybody. Hopefully you can hear and see me. It's the only church that you'll ever hear that opens up with the band from called the cult. She sells Sanctuary. Great freaking song, man. Great intro. One of the best intros to any song ever. Period. Bar none. Anyway, welcome to the Nassau Church and Academy of Lord Jesus Christ. I am your teacher of the mysteries and preacher of the heart. And as you can see, we're coming live from the yurt. Hopefully our video actually works today. We're gonna try it. We got um, good reception, and so I figured, you know what, let's let's do it. So this is going to be very casual today. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff I'm going to cover, but um, and I'll tell you why it's casual in just a bit here, and we'll get into that. But first, you know what? We're going to do some unorthodox things, because that's what cults do. They do unorthodox things, and I'm going to start with the song. <music>
1: Every last fuck I had left to give Just trying to burn out my spark to live But a free man can never cave to their demands Got a burning heart and two feet on which to land I ain't losing sleep over their dreamy nightmares Ain't sealing my fate in the devil's wants and wares it's damned if you do and damned if you don't. So the answer from me is I can't and I won't. They made medicine for the fools. It tastes like regret. They used them all for tools and watched their sunset. They made poison for us all and some they like the taste. Waving their flags and their virtues misplaced. They made medicine for the fools. Tomorrow it can't come nearly fast enough. Today I laughed so hard it busted up my gut. Yesterday I watched them all strut their stuff Cowards dancing like fools and acting tough And every ounce of meaning they sucked bone dry Bellowed out proudly a mind full of lies Lost little sheep claiming they are all wise Confident men, really boys in disguise. They made medicine for the fools that taste like regret. They used them all for tools and watched their sunset. They made poison for us all, and some they like the taste. Waving their flags and their virtues misplaced. They made medicine for the fools. taste like regret they used them all for tools and watched their sunset they made poison for us all and some like the taste waving their flags and their virtues misplaced they made medicine for the fools that only works when they say just two more boosters and well I'll be okay they made venom these snakes and their hiss doesn't stop. Thank God for the outlaws cutting their damn heads off. They made medicine for the fools.
0: Hopefully that didn't sound terrible. Hopefully uh, we still got some people here. Thank you all for being here this morning. We do service every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And today we're going to do one called Get In. We're starting a cult. And this is going to be sort of uh, humorous and everything like that, but we're actually going to touch on some serious things. But like I said, this is going to be pretty casual, and I'll explain why in just a second. But first, let's properly do a prayer. O O Lord God, You who are above all the great eternal realms, you who have neither beginning nor end, bestow upon us a spirit of knowledge for the revelation of your mysteries to come to a knowledge of ourselves, where we have come from, where we are going, and what we should do in order to live. You who abide in the great eternal realms, hear my voice, have compassion on me, and save me from all evil. Look down upon me and hear me while I am in this desolate place. May your ineffable light shine upon me. Amen. All right. So, like I said, today we're going to talk about um, cults, actually, what we're going to talk about and how in one sense we're all in a cult. And we're going to talk about today that all all of life is actually worship. And so it really, you know, where your attention goes, your your energy goes, your attention goes sort of thing. And so we're going to cover that today a little bit. And so not, and no star study today, no, really no math. I think we'll do a little math at the end, but really this is just going to be sort of a conversation about this church and actually kind of why I started this church. This is going to be a little bit narcissistic, but that's okay. So, um... The reason we're doing a casual live stream today is because I've been extremely, extremely busy. I've been pulling like 10, 12 hour days working nonstop on the next documentary, which is was slated to be released about four days ago on Valentine's Day, but that didn't happen just because this thing is a behemoth and there's a lot to cover. There's a lot. Um, this is b- easily the biggest movie documentary project I've ever worked on. The most intense, um, the most amount of um, footage and documents and audio and video I've ever had to go through. I have a folder right now that's bigger than my other hard drive. It's insane how much, you know, uh, we're going through. So I, I'm not going to say too much about it other than, um, you know, it's sort of, um, you know, at least for some people, I think it's going to be sort of a powder keg situation. That's really what it is. That's and that's the the best way to say it. My friend sort of said it like that. He's like, I think you're kind of sitting on a powder keg kind of sitting on a powder keg a little bit, um, at least for some people. This might just go by a lot of other people. Some people are not going to sit through it, of course, but. Um, it's the craziest story that I think I've ever come across. It's something straight out of a Hollywood movie that, um, and I can't, I, I have to talk around the subject until it's out, but, um, we'll be unveiling a lot of interesting, uh, perspectives and, um, we're covering a lot of different topics in the film. And so, and it really has a... You know, I, I'm I'm setting it up so it's really paced, and that you know people will it's, will keep their attention, and you're going to be bombarded with a whole bunch of narratives, a whole bunch of different storylines, and a whole bunch of revelations, and so I've been working nonstop on it. So I basically didn't have. Two, three days this week to um, go into, like, you know, I, I, we wanted to start with John. I wanted, you know, the Book of John. I wanted to go into Tarot deck and things like that. But it just just wasn't happening. So I decided to talk about this. So I've been working nonstop on on this. And this is scheduled for release. And it is going to be released by the end of this month. Um, the person I'm working with is already setting up interviews and stuff stuff like that. They're going to do sort of a media blitz. And I'll do a whole, um, after this is out, I'll do a whole live stream stream. Um, where I discuss this and I'm going to do one live stream on it or video or whatever, maybe even a sermon because it's worth it, but um, we'll see. I don't know. And I'm not going to talk about it after this. I'm not doing any interviews. I'm not doing any podcasts. Anybody that asked me to do any podcasts, I'm going to refuse to do that. I'm not going to go on any, you know, any of that sort of stuff. I'm going to talk about it once and then we're kind of going to move on and I'm going to put it once you see the movie, I think you'll understand. Um, I'm just going to put it in the hands of the person I'm working with and and let them go. So um, I'm really acting um, as a in the role of um, a documentarian. Uh, you know, this has taken every ounce of my abilities, every ounce of my. Um, my research prowess, that sort of thing. In order to do this, I had to be like a script editor, um, a documentarian, a lawyer, or, you know, a researcher, and, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And really, we needed a team in order to put this thing together, but we didn't have that. So we had to to rely on, you know, rest on our own laurels kind of thing. So I've been crazy, crazy busy with this, and I'm super excited to show it to you all. So I hope you watch it, and so that's that's really what i've been busy with so um this is going to take up probably another week of my time and then we're going to unleash this thing and i'm excited i'm excited for it so you like the yurt you guys like the yurt look marty's back on camera okay only on good days though hopefully is the is the video all right it's good wow yeah, look at this justin leslie, a moderator. Justin leslie. okay you can, oh i can do that so anyway so um that's gonna that's coming out soon and we're excited for it and um um, I'm probably about halfway through, maybe halfway through it, and I'll just say, um, (laughs) okay, you got it? Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, the other thing I've been working crazy busy on was, uh, finishing up the children's book that we have right here, and I'll just say this without, once again, tooting my own horn, but toot-toot, this motherfucker is good. Best children's book ever. I'm calling it right now. Shel Silverstein, go fuck yourself. You ain't got nothing on me. Anyway, (laughs) <laughs> that's the kind of church you get anyway we're really excited for this um i was really un uh, unsure of like how this thing was going to turn out we've never done a children's book before i'd never written a children's book before we never worked with illustrators before so this was this the sort of the you know the um The places that we're going recently, like all these, they're just new avenues for us. We've never gone down these roads. We've never done this stuff before. So this is all, we're all rookies. We're all, you know, virgins to this sort of stuff. And it ended up turning out fantastic. Um, Unfortunately, we can't do hardcover copies of it because they're just, they're expensive. And they're just not the quality that we wanted, um, which is kind of a big letdown. But the the softcover, the paperback is really good. And... I think you guys are going to like it. I think you guys are going to like it. And like I said, oh, excuse me. And I said, like I said, Jennifer and I already have a um, another idea for a children's book, and then I, which is based on Star Study, um, the Zodiac and things like that. And then I want to do another one based for teaching children numbers and how to find numbers and their meaning and that sort of stuff in nature. So that's something that, you know, is down the road. You know, um, I'm just speaking casually here, just so you guys know. But, you know, for years, it's I've, I never thought I'd be in this position where, you know, I always dreamed about not necessarily opening a church or anything like that. But, um, you know, just being uh, in the throes of creative projects, whether it's like a documentary or making a music record or writing a book. You know, at one point in my life, I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to write a book or make a music record. And now I'm like, I have two music records I want to make. We have three books that are up, you know, in the hopper. You know, we actually have a schedule for the next literally year, year and a half of creative projects that we want to get into your guys' hands. And I never thought in a million years that I would, you know, I'd be in that position where it's just like this wellspring of creativity and, and, and projects that, um, you know, I, I know that you guys will enjoy too. Um, that's the other thing. So so, you know, this is all new new ground for us. So we're treading we're treading lightly, and we're working. Um, I'm working my tail off is really what I'm doing. So anyway, so when we do, um, which I'm actually hoping, fingers crossed, that we'll release this next um, Sunday. That actually this will be for sale. Hopefully. I don't want to promise anything, but next Sunday, and then Jennifer and I will actually get on. And then what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna we're gonna be sort of the magician that reveals all of his tricks, which you're not supposed to do, but we're gonna do it anyway. Cause why? It's my show. I do what the fuck I want, right? So I do what I want. Do what I want. So we're basically gonna go and talk about the book and go line by line and basically show all the stuff that has been encoded in it. so color schemes, the characters, the names of the characters, the the stories, the star study we're gonna go page by page and basically show all the things that i that I had encoded in this, which is the first time I'd ever really encoded something in a um in an artistic work really you know, there's things here and there that I've done before, but this is where it's like page f you know every single page, every single line has been has a has a meaning as encoded so so that's so hopefully. Fingers crossed, next Sunday we we go into that. So that's what I've been doing. So I've been incredibly busy and it's been great. So everything has been going A plus. Let's just say that. So all right, let's talk about starting a cult. So 104 Sunday service, get in. We're starting a cult. Now, of course, this is a little <clears throat> tongue-in-cheek, if you will. Now we're actually not starting a cult. I don't know if you guys know, but Jennifer and I are pretty much introverts. We don't really even like hanging out with people. Like, you know, like the idea of me starting a church and being like a church leader and stuff like that. The Jennifer and I have created the pastoral leadership team. That's completely out of our realm. You know, like if people left me alone for the rest of my life, that would be fantastic. But that's not what God has put on my lap. Um, the reason I'm a boisterous... You know, rebellious shit-talking Irishman is apparently because the world needed a boisterous, rebellious shit-talking Irishman to teach people the mysteries. And so I was put in that position. And this is one of those things like get your ass out of the way. You had ideas of what you thought your life was going to be. Well, fucking drop it, right? Because you got to deny yourself and take up your cross. And guess what? Better things will come. Like I said, I never had any idea I'd be, you know, I dreamed a long time ago, I'd be like, I, I remember, I swear to God, I remember, and I told Jennifer this, I remember seeing the back of uh, Shel Silverstein, <clears throat> Silverstein. I remember seeing the back of uh, one of his books, where the sidewalk ends, or one of those things, and it was a picture of him, and he was holding this classical guitar, and he's ball, and he's just sitting there, and I was like, "That's what I want to do. I want to. I want to be that guy." Now, I didn't want to be that guy because of the whole hebe thing, but you know, just the idea of um, you know um, using your creativity and using your intelligence and all of that sort of stuff, and actually making a change in the world for the better for children and things like that. That was. You know, I was like a long time ago, like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's amazing. And then now it's here. So I didn't plan for any of this stuff at all. None of it. Um, but I am happier than a pig and shit that we're here, you know. So we're introverts. And so in, and nothing in our world is the idea of like being communal leaders and things like that. And so today we're gonna st- we're gonna talk a little bit today about why I started a church. <laughs> why even though it's really not in my wheelhouse to be doing this sort of thing, the necessity of this church is um, something I don't think people I think some people here recognize it how necessary it is about the things that we talk about, the things that we discuss, the things that we go over, the things that I unveil in the books, how necessary it is for our culture in this world and that's one of the reasons why i started the church to help actually change culture and that's what we're going to talk about today this was kind of inspired by um, the lovely wonderful peggy hall peggy hall i don't think is ever going to talk to me i don't know i shouldn't say that i don't want to put that out there but i am too controversial for most of these characters most of these people just want it's like oh, no let's keep Marty Anna. you know because he talks about this and then flat earther and then he be shit and so we've got to keep him at an arm's length a lot of these people do that but i show him love back because i don't give a shit. so um this was kind of inspired by peggy hall peggy hall had sent uh, this um this email out that she sends all the time and she was basically saying that a bunch of the people that come to her channel were like, look, you talk about all these topics that are like, oh, I'm not sure about like the cooties, you know, the COVID and things, abortion and the Pope and, you know, RFK Jr. and uh, Flat Earth and electric vehicles and Israel and evolution and climate change. And so this church is, and just who I am in general, is like everything we talk about is controversial. Everything is a hot button issue. Um In fact, when I when I started working with the person on on this project, we both came to the conclusion that there was really nobody else out there that could have possibly done this because of and once again, I'm not tooting my own horn or anything here. But it's like I was awake and aware to everything that we're going to cover in this documentary, all the conspiracies. I knew fucking all about them. Right. I was not only, you know, I'd wrap my head around him. I'd already gone down those rabbit holes. I'd shut those doors. I'm like, okay. So I, and in order for anybody to even put this documentary together, you already had to know this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And both the kid and I that were, you know, I'm working with, he was like, I don't, I don't know who could have done this. And so, and so I'm sort of in that position that literally everything we talk about is a hot button topic is a, is a controversial thing. And you know, um, Oh, this was, this is another, this is another one that inspired me was ADV when she made her, this is mama bear there, mama truther, the, the principal of the truth community there, scolding the kids about like, you're not really listening to fucking Tucker Carlson. Are you really? We haven't, I thought we were past that, but apparently we're not past that. So, um, so she inspired me to do this as well. are I'm just always in the position where everything I talk about from at least somebody's perspective is it's fucking nuts. It's nuts, right? We're crazy. We're, you know, from an outside perspective, what is this? This is a cult that's what it looks like right Oh, they're all following this marty guy and he talks about all crazy shit and you know it's like oh they believe the earth is flat and virology is nonsense and stuff like this and when you step back and you look at the collection of the small group of people that end up showing up here that even pay attention that even hang out that's the other thing there's people that show up but the people that actually hang out and stick around not that many as you can see why well we know why we know why because You know, well, first off, to nut, you know, we look like nutter butters to the normies. But even conspiracy-minded people, in in many respects, can't handle the shit that we're doling out here, and we don't care. I don't care. I'm, I guess, maybe I'm too crotchety old man. I'm getting too old to give two shits about it. I'm going to talk about the things I talk about. I'm, I'm going to present the things i want to present and you know just like last week it was you know a pretty controversial topic i don't care if we lose people because it. it's like marty you think that women are subservient or something no that's not what i said but if that's what you want to hear and you want to be done with this church then that's fine we're, we're starting a cult here so we're trying to find good cult members okay so look at all the things we talk about false flags you even you know I it's 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 crazy to me that people you know are still believing in any of these narratives that you know some these shootings would be um legitimate at all like i can't even believe that people are asking about this so if you're in that camp chances are this is not the church for you and we're totally fine with that you know, we're, that's fine. What we want to do is sort of be the cream that rises to the top when people are ready to be like, okay, I've, I'm have i done. I've heard this and I've heard this and I've kissed that fucking frog and I went and listened to these idol worshipers and I'm listening to this guy's theories and stuff like that. I'm tired of that. I want to know. And that's what we're here for. Okay? And we're going to touch on everything, right? I just put a smattering of things they're False flags, everything from Sandy Hook to the recent shooting no don't even bother asking us because is it come from the media then it's fucking nonsense and we're not going to waste any time we're not going to burn any lean brain tissue to be like well let's see maybe there's some legitimacy behind it no we know now we've experienced it we don't need to go back and fiddle fuddle around with that stuff okay everything from like natural health remedies i put urine therapy on there because it's the most controversial one right (laughs) that's the thing right i don't drink my pee but I'm for it, okay, just so you know. Um, Earth is flat. You know, from an outside perspective, this shit is nuts to your family members, ex-friends and things like that. Everything we talk about, virology is a pseudoscience. History is a damn lie. The Bible is myth, but you guys are Christians? Yeah, and it's mythology. Do you have a problem with that? We don't care. We don't care. And I'm not trying to be combative. I'm not trying to be, you know, standoffish or anything like that. I'm not trying to kick people out of the pews or anything like that. But I also know that I am not going to change my course one iota because somebody might have a problem here or that sort of thing all right we know that there is a grand world conspiracy and that's been going on for a long time and we also know that judaism is satanism those are just a smattering just a smorgasbord of things that we talk about now when you are and you live these things and this is what we always talk about be bold about it speak speak truth speak truth to power speak light into the world if you know this stuff right? And then you're not talking about it. To me, this is an enormous disservice to God and truth and, your, and the future of humanity. And it's one thing that bothers me the most. I know people that are flat earthers that even after it's fuck, it came out in 2015, it's 2020 fucking four, and you're still afraid to talk about flat earth. You've lost my respect. I don't respect you. Your children's future is on the line. It's important to know where we live i don't want to lose subs i might get kicked off this podcast platform too fucking bad then you're in the wrong you know you're in the wrong you got the wrong job all right you you should pick a different career okay so we're we talk about all this other all this stuff and we know it's a hard road to walk it is i know that I've been endearing to people when I've said things like I've lost all my friends. I don't even know how to talk to them anymore. We can't even talk about, or, you know, family, that sort of stuff. I can't, you can't even talk about the weather, right? Because it's like, you haven't woken up to chemtrails, right? And so this is a hard road. And so one of the reasons we started the church, one of, one of the reasons we started this tiny church is to find people who are walking that hard road and being like, okay, it's, it's a hard road, but I'm going to find the others, Maybe it's just a place online that I go every single Sunday and that sort of stuff. And there's a good group of people here, that sort of stuff. At least I can communicate. At least I can have that out. Because once you, you know, I I know a lot of people here, just like I did for the longest time, worked blue collar jobs and have to go in every single day and wake up at eight in the morning and face some fucking retarders like, did you get your booster today? And that's a difficult, difficult thing. Okay. And I encourage people to be like, well, don't shut up about your beliefs. Because if you shut up about your beliefs, then the lie wins. Then the devil wins. Right. Okay? Then you're just lying to yourself. You're living a fake existence. And I've learned, and we're going to talk about this today, when you actually step into the light and actually embody it and actually go and live your life according to those things, great things happen. Magical things happen. Just like this. Would have never in a million years thought I would be able to do this and then a documentary and more books and None of that shit was ever like, oh, one day maybe I'll make a record. No, no. Now it's like I've got too much to do. And because I've always stepped into the thing like, look, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't care what you're going to put down. Like, this is true that I'm going to sing it. I'm going to go into the rooftops and I'm going to sing in the fucking rain about it. And doing that, actually aligning with truth, actually, I'll just say this, God responds. So we started this little church because, this tiny church, this tiny church, because for the longest time I was lost and I'm not lost anymore. I know who I am. I know where we are. I know what my purpose is. I know God is real. I know how to prove God. And I know that for the longest time, when I was younger, I was lost. I had no dang clue what I was supposed to do, what kind of job I was supposed, should I go to college, should I follow with this woman, blah, 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 blah. And I saw, even in the conspiratorial world and all the rabbit holes that I went down and all the doors that I opened and all the books that I read, nothing was ever given me that specific direct answer, right? <clears throat> Until I ultimately got to God or whatever. But then I realized it's like, holy, holy God, no one's even teaching that correctly. So I felt like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm in a position that I need to do this, Okay. For this my son was dead this is luke what is this luke 15 i want to say 15:24. i want to say for this is my for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be mary look at that they're married the mary right mary marriage what? anyway so this is this is what you know personally i went through as a young man all the way up to the point of deciding like you know at whatever age it was that i was like oh no we need to do this full time this needs to be a full-time thing. And I'll just hope to God that people see it and recognize it for what it is and support it, okay? Science and religion, for me, at the, for the longest time, and I and I study these things diligently. You know, comparative mythology, religious study. I mean, I can pull the Mahabharata. I can I can pull the Deidau Ching. I can pull the Holy Vedas and the Holy Science and the fucking Lao Tzu. You know, whatever. I can pull all of those things off my bookshelf because I've studied those things okay i also studied the shit out of quantum theory and stuff like that and none of those things were providing answers and so for the longest time i was stumbling around in the dark being like are there any answers to find can we even or is this is this just it we're just lost in this big abyss and we're just stumbling around in the dark constantly hitting our toe and there's no hope because there's no no as i came to find and one of the reasons that we started this little cult which we'll get into in just a second though that there were answers there were answers to these things and that the people that, that hate humanity and work on behalf of the devil and are antichrist and stuff like that, they know this shit. And they're going to do everything in their power to lie to you about who you are and where you are and the nature of language and the nature of math and the nature of history and all of this other stuff to make sure that you don't know anything. And so I realized it was so important that there could be a place where people could go and gnostically know, be like, no, no, no. These people know it's flat because they know geometry doesn't lie. I don't have to stumble fucking fumble, you know, stumble around being like, well, maybe it's a simulation or maybe it's this or maybe there's the, no, no, no. We know geometry works and we can prove it's flat. If you don't like that, you think we're idiots. That's fine. Lots of people think I'm an idiot and I don't give a shit. Most of the people I knew that I grew up with probably think I'm an idiot now, and I don't give a shit. I don't care. I am not there to uh, to um, appease them or get an attaboy from them. I don't care. I'm not there to do it for you guys either. I'm here to I'm here to prove myself to God. All right. I found out that there were answers to this thing. That you could prove God. That God was a provable, you know, a, a, a being, if you will. And that not only that that God has given us specific things in this creation so that we could do that. No one was showing me that. Nobody. I could I could go to the science. I could go to the churches, and they just wanted you to believe a bunch of hap, you know, a bunch of freaking <clears throat> unprovable nonsense, uh, completely by belief and faith, which is not belief in faith. They want blind acceptance, and that was not satisfactory to me. And so I realized that over the years of me learning all the things that I'd learned and really, you know, doing my due diligence, being an autodidact, essentially putting myself through a mystical college for 10 years or more, 10, 15 years was I undergoing. Basically, you know, you send your little little Jimmy Bobby to college there and Jimmy Bobby goes to college for four years and then you think he's educated, right? Well, I actually went to like a, a mystical college on my own autodidactically and I'd been doing it you know, five times the, you know what what people spend in college and things like that—the amount of time—and I realized that the things that I was showing, even mathematically, was were legit. There was—I didn't have to get a—is a, a, this okay? Is this approved? Blah, 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 right? No, no, no. I I can add to seven. I didn't I didn't need Neil deGrasse Holt Tyson to tell me. Oh, that's true, right? And so I realized that the things that that I was uncovering and that God has allowed me to, um, you know, relate to you guys through book form and documentaries and that sort of stuff was next level shit. And it is. Hence why when after being lost for so many years, when I finally found it, I was like, this is next level shit. I put, I made this post, this meme on Instagram and I said, it's called the Gnostic Academy. It's in that dusty corner of the internet that everybody is trying to ignore. Ignore away. It's totally fine. We're just forming out a little cult here. of 78 people, or however many people are here. It's total next level shit, it is, it is. This, this is called next level shit. That's what this is. It's 550 pages of verifiable, 100% demonstrable, evidential things to prove that not only is Jesus Christ nothing of what these churches are saying, but that God is real and provable. This is not ego. <laughs> me saying that, hey, we're doing next level shit here. And this is, these books you should totally buy and all this other stuff. This is not ego. And this is why we covered this yesterday. <laughs> because I can be totally confident in the fact that, hey, when I say Lord equals 13 and Jesus equals 27, Christ equals 32, that's not me being like, that's because I'm fucking awesome. It's because I have superior intellect or whatever. Self-righteous, self-aggrandizing. Now people had said there's different different uh, definitions of ego and stuff like that. Yes, there are. But you everybody knows when when you call somebody an egomaniac exactly what they mean, exactly what you mean, right? And so this is this whole thing. It's like, I can do all these things. Oh, a couple books, documentary, children's book, more children's book, open a church. Sure. Could Kevin Ryan Martin McNally do that? Fuck no. Kevin Ryan Martin McNally was a, was a you know, stumbling, bumbling freaking mess for years. But as soon as I realized, it's like, God, I don't really know what I want. At one point in my life, I thought being a musician would have been a good job. If I would have actually pursued that, I'd be dead now. So all those things that I thought I wanted, turns out, no, that's, that's not what the best thing for me was. The only way I could get into the position was to get my dumb ass out of the way, deny thyself and take up the cross. And that's when the miracles happen. That's when the magic happens. And that is totally an ego dissolution, okay? We, you know, as I just said, one of the reasons that I wanted to start this church is because I'm not, we're not hiding my beliefs anymore. I don't have time for it. I really don't. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, obviously you pick your battles. It's not like you have to just go out and, you know, blurt to everybody you know, you know, virology is nonsense or whatever. Like, you know, the Bible star study, whatever the hell it is, whatever the numerous, numerous things that we cover here. Uh, But I'm not going to, and Jennifer and I said this too, especially even moving down to Missouri. I was like, if we don't like somebody, we're just going to not, uh, you know, we'll be nice about it. But we're just going to essentially tell them, (laughs) like, if a a neighbor is annoying and well, then we're just going to do our power, everything in our power to make sure that we keep that neighbor at bay. Right. And we really want to find our tribe. Right. We really want to find the people that we can just be open with because anymore it's exhausting. Like I'm not into like, you know, it's not like I have any problem with. You know, your basic social interactions and things like that. I'm like, now, like, everybody has to believe what I believe and things like that. That's not what it is. But when it comes to giving our time and attention and focus, we really wanna find the people that are going to, that uh, appreciate it and actually see this for what it is. And if you don't, then that's that's fine. And we've already lost church members. In fact, there's several church members that when we moved down to Missouri, that were following the church and like, oh, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden they just flittered away because I'm assuming one th- oh they, you know, I, I spoke of politics one time or something or whatever it was that they didn't like. And it was like, oh, I don't need this anymore in, in my life. Okay, well then go, you know, that's totally fine. We also know that. And it, can I get an amen? Can I get a can I get a motherfucking amen on this one? There's so much shit, and I don't even mind saying it. If you call me an egomaniac, I don't really care. There's so much shit on the internet, guys. There's a, so many of these people, and I hate to say it, and they, there's lots of people that keep me at arm's length for saying this, and once again, I don't care. There's so much shit on the internet. There's so many. There, most of the channels that you're listening to, and I've said this before, are filling your ear holes full of just theoretical dang nonsense. They don't have the experience. They don't have the years and years of actually go, you know going into the subject and that sort of stuff that they're talking about. They're just willy-nilly, that sort of thing. And there's so many ifs and I think's and zillions of theories, and there's not much knowing. And we wanted to set I wanted to set up a place that there would be knowing. That'd be like, no, Marty's and, and over the years, what I'm going to do with what it is I do is prove that out. And I've already done it through the integrity, through the dignity, through the consistency. Okay? And the cream will, as 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 um, as the lovely whiskey says, her mama I believe taught her this: the cream will rise to the top. And we want to find the cream. That's that's what we want to do. All right. So, and we just, and I, we we were trying to refrain from saying I don't care because we absolutely do care, but we're not concerned. I'm not concerned anymore. If somebody's like, oh, I don't want to talk to Marty Leeds or I was like, oh, I'm not going to invite him to that conference. Your loss. Does that sound egotistical or what? I don't care. It's your loss. Okay. Because I know that when I get in front of a group of people and then I can put myself, get myself out of the way and let God just flow through it, be that conduit, I know that that's unbelievably beneficial for everybody that sits their ass in those chairs in that conference or whatever it is. And if you say, oh, I don't want the people that I invite to my conference and that, that are giving me $800 a ticket or whatever to hear what Marty Leeds has to say, then that's on you and it's your loss. Because we know, we don't need to fumble around with, maybe it's a globe, maybe Jesus was two here 2,000 years ago. We don't need to deal with that anymore. And I'm not going to. We base our worldview on what we know and what, and not what we quote unquote believe meaning blind acceptance. And this, this knowing, while all, all of us grew up in a world where we are so damn lost, we had no idea who we are and what we were, you know, all this sort of stuff. It is so desperately important that people can come to know what they can know and know what they can't know as well. And we talk about that, that gets in epistemology and things like that, but it becomes infinitely important. To know. And I see a lot of people just talking shit and not really knowing. Okay? So, we are forming a cult in every sense of the word. Now, what we're going to see is everybody in one sense or another is part of a cult. It's all worship is what we're going to talk about today. Your entire life is all worship. Just like, and we'll cover this again. Just like we talked about... um, we did the uh, the magic the 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 um, the ma- the word that breaks all magic spells. I think is what it was called. We talked about the fact that everybody's always doing magic because you're always speaking into existence. You, you know, we are always speaking. You know, speak what you create. That sort of thing, right? You're always doing that, so you better know what you're doing. Well, guess what? It's always worship. You're always in worship, and so you better know what to worship and what's true, and you better know it. And you can come to know that with what. Your faith, right? We covered that a few weeks ago too, okay? What is a cult? A cult is an organized group of people, religious or not, with whom you disagree. Essentially, this guy's like part of the etymology, right? Cult, this was in etymology or etymology online, whatever, etymology online. Cult is a term which, as we value exactness, we can ill do without seeing how completely religion has lost its original signification. Essentially, anybody that you disagree with becomes a cult, right? Right? Christians are considered a cult. Well, they are in a cult. Scientologists are considered a cult. Well, they are in a cult. People that go, constantly go and, like, they worship, like, you know, they go and see every Star Wars movie and dress up as Star Wars characters. You're in a cult. That's what you're in. Science believers that got the jibbity-jabbos. I got a Johnson and Johnson here and a Moderna here, and then I went with a freaking AstraZeneca on this one. Because I'm a science believer. You're in a cult. That's what you're in. It's all worship, as they're going to find, Okay. What is a cult? The very definition, it's a a religion regarded as unorthodox or spurious, where we literally define ourselves as quote-unquote unorthodox in one sense, right? So accordingly, (laughs) this is a cult. A great devotion to a person, idea, object, or movement, or work. Like the Bible and God? That's a cult right that's exactly what we do here we have great devotion to god and we follow at least the bible we we study you know very intensely of course but we have a great devotion to god so i guess that becomes a cult right because there's lots of people that don't even believe in god so from the outside perspective it's all you guys are a cult right and of course those people that don't believe in god they have a fierce belief of not believing in god which means what they're in a cult too The object of such devotion is small, a usually small group of people characterized by such devotion. Well, we're a tiny church. We're tiny. A system of religious beliefs and ritual. We're here every Sunday. (laughs) We do this every Sunday. It's a ritual. It's a spiral ritual, if you will. That's what spiritual is. It's a spiral ritual. And it's a formal religious veneration. It's worship. It's all worship. So Marty Leeds, you are looking at Marty Leeds, is a cult leader, right? Now, what we're going to see is cult is the root of the word culture. And what we're really trying to do is reestablish culture here. I'll get to that in just a second. But where am I leading you to? Would you do? Do you really think I want you to follow me? No. Uh, let's go back here. Jennifer and I are. You are. Um, where are we? <laughs> we're introverts. Okay. We're we're best. If we, we were a card in the tarot deck, we would definitely be the hermit card. Okay. Right. Basically, just head down and kind of you know the light out. That's for thing. Where am I leading you to? A genuine, honest, understanding of your faith of God and how to prove God, how to substantiate your faith. Am I leading you to follow me? No, don't follow me. You'll really annoy the shit out of me and my wife, okay? We're doing the exact opposite. In fact, the Gnostic pursuit is to basically say, we don't have an idol. We're not idol worshiping. We're not following fucking anybody because we don't follow men. We follow God, okay? So, I am a cult leader, but I'm the best cult leader ever because I'm the cult leader that says cult leaders are ridiculous. Cult, we look up the etymology, it's worship, homage, a particular system of worship. That We do have a particular system of worship. We're not dogmatic or, you know, that sort of thing about it. It's, like, it's not like there's these rules and regulations, and if you don't follow them, you're kicked out of the, the cult, no. But it's cultivation. It's cultivating things that are honest, true, good and letting them, um, you know, um, be be substantiated in your life and then passing them on through customs and traditions, okay? The problem, the biggest problem that I think we find in the world and one of the reasons that we started this church is that people are sharing these customs, these traditions. They're reading throughout their good book and they don't have a damn clue why. They don't understand any of it. And if you can just ask them, And just like I did for years, like, well, why, why did, why was he, you know, why did Moses split the waters? What is, what's up with that? Any, well, it was a strong wind. That's what Mamadi said or whatever. Like, it was like, what? No, you, you basically have tradition after tradition of people that have no idea why they're doing the things that they're doing. Well, the Gnostic pursuit and the reason that we opened this church is like, well, let's fucking explain it to them. Why the Christmas tree? Why Santa Claus? Why the Zodiac? Why? Well, there's answers to those questions. There's answers. And so we try to provide those answers. But I don't just say, well, this is the answer because Marty Leeds said so. What do I always say? No, don't trust me. Don't believe me. I'm going to present something to you. And if I'm presenting it to you, it's because you should be able to go, oh, no, he's, he's right about that. I can challenge it six ways to Sunday and I'll be right back and be like, yeah, that's, that's true okay so we're trying to so the root of the word culture is a cult and so any culture that has a belief system that has a devotion to god that has a particular set of customs and rituals and traditions and shit like that that's a cult what does culture come from it comes from the tilling of land acting of preparing the earth for crops, cultivating, culture, that sort of stuff. And so what are we trying to do? We're trying to cultivate that which is good, true, and beautiful, that which is that which we're able to prove, that which we can say, yes, I can firmly put my foot in these beliefs because, well, because Pastor Bob down at know the church at Fifth and Vermouth told me to. No, no, right? Why, now, when we say, hey, when we go to put that Christmas tree up, in, in the in the corner of the room in Christmas, why are we doing it? Why is the Gnostic doing it? Ask anybody else. Why are you doing it? Well, oh, it's just was oh, grandma did it, and it was, I love Christmas trees. I just love decorating. It's a family thing. Okay, but why? That's important. Why is important? You ask the Gnostic, you'd be like, well, that's a. That represents actually the the tree in the center of the our creation, and that actually represents the axis mundi within within me, which is an as above, so below thing. So I can actually look at that tree and the lights on that tree, and next thing it'll. Our culture, which is not a culture at all, has been going along blindfolded, you know, with the pedal to the metal at a car, going like this, and having no idea where it's going why it's in the car in the first place, why it's blindfolded and just basically going along and perpetuating these things. And a lot of times doing an enormous amount of damage. Why do you think the Christian societies and these Christian family traditions are falling apart? Because the people that were passing them on didn't know shit. And they didn't know how to explain to little Jimmy Bobby when little Jimmy Bobby had questions like, why is Santa invisible? And he can just come down the chimney whenever. And so, because he's metaphysical, Jimmy Bobby. Did your parents teach you that? Do you know any parents that taught you that? If you went to the Christian church, did they teach you that? No. We do. It's cultured, it's characterized by refined taste and manners. I got to work on the manners thing. But and good education. You know, a lot of people think that religion and spirituality is just like, it's just McFeels. That's all it is. It's just like, oh, you don't need to be intelligent or educated. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Don't be a fucking bumbling moron to think that God, does. God's just going to allow you to just, he's just going to just swoop open those pearly gates while you got a head full of caca and poo-poo. No, you have to, I'm not saying you have to be some Einstein. <laughs> See what I did there? I'm not saying you have to be some like, you know, brilliant polymath or something like that, but you can't be a doofus. You have to have your basis in education in order for you to even understand the depths of spiritual concepts, okay? So a good education is, is necessary, okay? Culture is refined by, by taste and manners. And that's one of the things that, you know, that we're trying to really do here is that, well, this is the other thing. Maintain conditions suitable for growth. Like I just said, the, the Christian faith and then the, the Christian churches and these denominations that are passing this shit on, it's they're not maintaining a condition for suitable for growth because what they're doing is they have the mystery school tradition in their hands that they're passing on to their children and their children's children and stuff like that and the mysteries require you to ask questions and you go into those church churches and you pretty much not supposed to ask any questions. That is not a condition that is suitable for growth but suitable for growth is to be like hey what does this mean oh now you now you started you got you got them thinking you got the freaking you know <laughs> the neurons popping in the head an old bread box of neurons you got up there like a just pop it off and then you start to think you start to ask questions okay what we have right now is not suitable for growth And this church is going to do its part to help change that in culture, okay? Um, It's also to, it it comes from colony to cultivate, to till, to inhabit, to frequent practice, to respect, tend, to guard. That's exactly what we're doing. We're going to guard and protect and tend to the actual meanings of this bad boy here. (laughs) <laughs> and we're not going to stop. And we've been doing it for how long? Two and some years now? Consistently. Just week after week after week. We'll pull it open again and see oh, this is what you missed. This is what they never told you. This is what you can prove. Hey, when I say this, like, hey, was St. John really in the wilderness eating bugs and wearing a loincloth? Was he out there actually eating locusts and honey? That, to believe that bullshit, is not suitable for growth. And hence why, when we look back, even in my own time, why did Christianity fall apart? Because they didn't have the gnosis. Because they had no knowing. And they were forcing children to believe in a bunch of horse shit. And eventually those children were going to, like me, were going to start asking questions be like, what, what? And they didn't have any answers. Well, there are answers to find. I also did this because I didn't really feel like any of the other places online i was comfortable in like i didn't really feel like it was a community for me because i would go into a community and be like hey let's talk about how awesome freemasonry is you, you, you marty the of freemasonry obviously a shell look right and i'm just like look i don't mean to be sound like so arrogant or anything like that but that's fucking retarded and i don't feel comfortable in a position where it's a bunch of truthers or a bunch of flat earthers or whatever that are that that call themselves Free thinking people and then completely dismiss essentially the entirety of mysticism, which is the foundation of what we do. And then when I throw up a fit or something or I basically like, look, it's all nonsense and people like, wow, God, why is Marty such such an ass when it comes to that stuff? Because I'm going to protect and defend and tend to and cultivate things that are positive because you refuse to be ignorant about it. Then I can't hang out with you but 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 we know the virology is a lie and the earth is flat that's not enough for me and so i realized that that place wasn't for me and that place wasn't for me and this place as soon as i open my mouth they're going to kick me out and oh if i talk about kabbalah here all those christians are not going to like me then i realized i was like okay fine then we'll just do our own thing and the cream will rise to the top and if there's only 30 well guess what jesus only had 12. And so hence why we try to cultivate the cub bites here. We're trying to set up a cult, which is actually based on a cultured, refined understanding of our world. And we're trying to cultivate those people and, and bring them here and be like, yeah, you're, you're, you're in this sort of sense, you're safe here. You can we we can talk about all this stuff openly. We don't have to fight about it. We may have some disagreements here and there that's totally fine, right? But we are setting up a church that if you want to roll in and be like, "I'm just the They're behind all of this shit, you got to go." Because you have where you're you you guys, those people to me and I know this is harsh. I know this is harsh and I'm sorry, but I have to say it. Those people look like globe heads to us. They look like Simon Dan people to me. That's what they look like anymore but it's like but they believe it's like i don't even want to hang out i can't i i might as well be talking to my old normie friends okay so is this a cult what is yeah yes it's it's a cult that is trying to cultivate culture and based on faith and understanding and knowing and that's what we're building here why are we doing this one of the things that i realize uh, for the longest time is that culture is in decline i think we all see this right now okay and part of the reason that culture is in decline is because they got people believing that they're on a ball whether it's on fire or not but culture is in decline in fact we can't even say we even grew up with a culture in this sort of sense right oh well i guess in this sense what was the cult that we grew up in it was a satanic cult it's a satanic cult that's that's what we grew up with Western we didn't really have a quote-unquote culture Western culture at least in the United States here I know there are people listening all over but at least in the United States here everything that we under came to understand as culture was completely fabricated and 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 put in our you know our purview and into our heads and in front of our eyes so that we would latch on to these things and not latch latch on to things that were um, that could uh, actually help us understand the world Hollywood create most of the world is focused on tv and movies and and music and things like that all comes from hollywood all jews literally top to bottom since its inception brought about by people who hate the very essence of god that exists within you and they set up a whole culture or cult in order for you to latch onto it did you guys watch the big super bowl you know what that is, right? That's a big cult. That's that's exactly what it is. All to distract you. NASA, politics. Are you still a Democrat or Republican? I can't even hear it anymore. Hence, once again, why we started the church. As soon as I hear somebody start saying, "Oh, the Democrat, it's a fucking left. Shut up, like you're a child. You know, and 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 the people that we have cultivated here recognize that. They're like, "Are you still? Are you still red and blueing? You gotta be kidding me." We don't. We don't want to even waste our time with that, because we already know that that was brought about to us by people who actually wanted to completely destroy the actual culture. Okay, and so one of the reasons that I started this church is that our culture needs a jumpstart, and it, it desperately needs a jumpstart. We actually need a real culture that's based on real things. That's based on knowing. It says, "Hey, I got no problem putting that Christmas tree up. I got no problem, you know, you know, w- w- whatever, having my having my good book in the house. I got no problem w- w- with this or that or whatever. But I want to know what it means. And in order for us to, as a humanity, as a as a small little group, our little, you know, tiny church here, in order for us to progress at all in this world, right? Well, we're gonna need an understa- an actual understanding of our world." So our culture needs a jump start. An understanding of our world and our purpose is the only way the only way forward we have to actually understand who we are what we're doing here what the purpose of life is why why did god make this place in the first place and why did he put us in the middle of it we can know those things there are answers to those things there are civilizations that actually left us the clues left us the 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 systems to understand to help us find those answers Most people out in the world don't even know that they exist or they just give up the pursuit as we've talked about before, which is most Christians, most Christians, they give up the pursuit and say, well, I got my Jesus. You just close the door to the mysteries. Okay? We have to actually know God again. Know why he put us here. Know why we're here. Know that he's real. Know how to find him and know how to align with his will. Religion must be the foundation of any genuine culture. Hence why they've completely taken religion out of our culture and replaced it with everything else. Movies, music, Taylor fucking Swift, the Super Bowl, politics, the Democrats, the Republicans, all the icons you see on TV, the Jude and Peter Steins, right? Why are there so many many churches in small towns? I count at least 50 within 10 miles according to Google, right? So... It's like a small town around 3,000 has like what right 50 churches, whatever it is. how many churches in these small towns, right? I live in a town two miles by two miles. There are over 25 churches in the area. Some blocks have multiple churches. Well it's like, okay, well that is actually what the, the Christian belief system and that and those customs, that's actually what held together the culture for so long until it didn't. And why did it fall apart? Well, this guy that's on Quora here, whatever, basically tells you. And it's exactly what we bitch about and exactly what we are, are against in this sort of sense at the Gnostic Church. Most churches have few and fewer members and risk having to close every year. I can't help think but that all of the denominations, the denominations divide us. This, 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 this is a Christian church here and this one over here and this one over here and this one over here and here and here and here. And yet they're all, they don't all come together. And then all of a sudden it all falls apart. All the separation causes people to think they're better than other people just because of where they go to church. All of this all of this infighting and denominationalism and stuff like that. And what happened? Well, you separated. You didn't have any answers. Then when the when the followers of your tri- Christian church actually wanted answers, what does the Trinity mean? What does it mean? You didn't have answers. What did you expect was going to happen? You separated God's church You followed a book and forced it onto children that had no idea and had no idea what any of it means. And then when those children that are starting to grow up and be like, I'm starting to ask some questions, you didn't provide any answers. What did you think was going to happen? We provide the answers. What has ultimately been occulted from us is our actual culture i.e. what is the greatest magic spell working against humanity hiding the power and potentiality of humankind and our divine rights that's what's been occulted and noticed cult and occult and culture all have that same root word occult secret not divulged any as we're going to find today um I'll get into that in just a second (laughs) the occult secret not divulged hidden concealed secret not apprehended by the mind, but beyond the range of understanding, the association with the supernatural sciences, magic, alchemy, astrology. That's really what it means, the hidden. All of the churches have abandoned this. Even truth seekers, when you tell them, hey, I'm into the occult and Freemason, they start going, because all those little triggers in their mind that they should be cleansing are still there. And And that prevents them from actually sitting their ass in these digital pews and being like, well, actually what he's saying is it's legitimate. I mean, I could totally double check that. Any culture that's going to survive is going to be based on an understanding and a knowing of God, and with that knowing and understanding of God comes gnosis, which means you'll be dealing with the sacred sciences that they will come to be known again by the average by the average person because the and then because the person will know actually hey, wait. Oh wait, no, I'm a child of God. Oh, I was put here because I actually have a purpose. I'm actually here to undergo that great alchemical work. And so therefore I can't be, I can't be fucking around. I can't be worrying about, well, maybe I should be a rock star or something. No, no, you're going to be driven right to find the the total purpose of the meaning of life, the meaning of life, which is in my opinion, what you know, we all search for. It. Now, some people will say, and I will chastise them for having shit faith. Ah, this is all going to hell. It's all going to hell. You might as well forget it. Haven't you seen the chemtrails, Marty? Haven't you seen the Satanists are involved? Haven't you seen the Jews are running everything, the finance market? is like, I don't care. I also know that as a Gnostic, how it works down here, how it works down here. And that, that cycle of light and darkness and light and darkness. Now, we may be in a cycle of darkness right now, but I know that that's not going to last forever. And I also know that God wants us to participate in that cycle. Which means what? Well, you got a responsibility, which we'll get to at the end. You got a responsibility. And hence why, once again, why did I start this church? Because I have a responsibility. People think, oh, it's all going to shit. It's all all just going to fall apart. No, it's not. This is why you have renaissances and rebirths. You can look throughout history. Obviously, we're seeing now, and we can't trust the history, but we can see why they think they probably buried history, because they don't want us to know that actually people en masse at one point or several points or many points throughout history have woken up and been like, oh, wait, oh, wait, there is a great purpose. We do have this potentiality of our, you know, we, we are divine. We do have this great potentiality of the, you know, the human spirit is just unbelievable, and they want to crush it and destroy it and things like that. Well, when you... Go on that that way, the way the truth and the life, and you and you become a gnostic. This is when you start opening those doors, and when you you're, you're, a, you're a candle lighter. That's what you are. You go out and light candles. And any renaissance or rebirth of society will be based on the understanding of the occult sciences. And this is what, when you look back and you look at all of these paintings and the architecture and the, and the cathedrals, just like when Jennifer and I went into the churches in Germany, knowing what I know now, I walk in there and I'm like, oh shit, these people knew. And they were basing their entire society on their understanding and knowing of God and knowing the occult sciences. And they encoded it in everything. Everything, the symbols, the architecture, the paintings, okay? They knew the heavens and the earth, okay? So culture is reborn. A a culture is actually created and cultivated when when the, the holy sciences are cultivated, okay? The highest culture will have revealed that which has been most occulted and hence why we're going to work full time on doing everything in our power to let people know that not only this stuff exists but that you can prove it yourself and that it's been with us the entire time and then when you're raising little Jimmy Bobby and little Jimmy Bobby's asking about oh well what what does this mean why is Jesus on the cross well because he just had to suffer for all of us yeah well that's true but what else does it mean is that it Obviously not, as you guys know. Gnosis reveals that life has a divine purpose. There's purpose. There's things to know. There are answers. Gnosis uncovers the meaning of existence itself. It does. 42. Culture arises when society once again understand that earth, understand once again, understanding earth has a purpose. In other words, nothing will change in our society. It's not, what, what if we... If we just elect RFK Jr.,
1: I I really don't think that that's going to be the way to actually do
0: it. Am I making fun of RFK Jr. right now? Yeah, I am. Kind of a dick move, but I don't care. So nothing will change. Nothing will change. A culture will actually not be a legitimate culture unless we put heaven back in the minds of men. And that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen to your children. That's what needs to happen to you. And nothing will change for the ultimate better until that happens and I am going to show you that with my existence with my life okay let's take a break I'm gonna play another song you guys cool with that where is this oh no um, if you would like to donate to our fine church Venmo buy me a coffee cash app PayPal and we also have Subscribestar. And, of course, you can you can send a, um, a snail mail to Nasik Academy 7781 County Road, 3440 Mountain View, Missouri. 65548. You guys mind if I play another song? I played this one this morning, and Jennifer's like, did you write that? I was like, yeah, I wrote this a long time ago. So let's try it.
1: Saint Everyman He had a tickle in his throat And a ruffle in his coat And two eyes as beady as oil Round his collar wore a ring And his arm wore a sling And not a thing could ever shake his pride And one dark winter night A hero took a drive And came a mile from just losing his mind But to himself he talked aloud And you turned around and found a life not to his design He had a long droopy jowl and a wrinkled furrowed brow and a foul sense of smell in the truth He was brought up by the nuns and got it from above but true love never showed him the proof And this tall walking man was soon to find the scam and the sham they called piety he pulled back the curtains when he knew for certain the kind of God they really believed. And they raised him and praised him and taught him the lessons they surely thought would set him right. But the spirit that guided lied deep inside him, Lord knows you can't fake that light. Was a misguided kid thrown in the abyss of this duly place we call home. And the earth had never spin, and regarded him as sin, and time took a heavy toll. And one night for his father, his soul went asunder and saw fear the only ladder to climb. And he got in his Camaro and stole off for the shadows, hoping death would find him the light. And as the car gave a spin and slammed into the ridge, he missed the cliff by merely a hair. And the fair Lord beside him never gave him guidance. He thought better, the worse for the well. And the Lord that was in him transcended religion. The voice said, do what I will. And the story of our hero is the God in the miracle of a man making do on his own. And they raised him and praised him and taught him the lessons they surely thought would set him right But the spirit that guided lied deep inside him And Lord, what a beautiful sight And the search for the answers can send one to falter No man can live an easy life But there's a kingdom within him that needs but attention Lord knows you can't fake that light. Lord knows you can't fake that light. (laughs)
0: Thank <laughs> you to know, all the people that listen to my <laughs> my goofy little folk songs and uh, that do support the fine work that we do here at the National Church and Academy. We really appreciate it. So, okay, let's keep going. All right, and then we'll we'll, we'll uh, hopefully another 20 minutes or so, something like that. We'll see. So, okay, so, you know, the Gnostic knows that God is real we have been given a great purpose here the God is found everywhere in the world we'll talk about that at the end and this world is ultimately not our home we obviously realize that this is temporary this is passing this is fleeting but that doesn't mean we curse it and we belie it and we belittle it and be like oh it's all a trap right the Gnostic wishes to live in a world in which his whole world understands these basics. And what I mean by his whole world is that the people that we surround ourselves with and like, you know, actually want to give our time and attention to understands these things. They're not some drama freaking queen. They're not gonna be like, well, you guys believe this. So that means I'm out of here. Then see you later. Then see you later. Okay. Um, we We know these things now. And I'm so glad I do. You know, because I was lost for the longest time and I'm not lost anymore. So find your tribe, love them hard. And that's what we're doing, okay? no, no, There's no growth in understanding. Like growth cannot happen without understanding, okay? That we, in order for us to move forward, even personally in our own lives, whether that's raising our families or raising the next community or whatever it is, we cannot grow as a person, as a, as a people, unless we come to an understanding of who we are. And so, our church does everything in its power to help people understand that understand those basics about who you who you are okay and what we do is you know just like we were saying we bring clarity and we cover a bunch of different topics and we bring clarity to these subjects now there's lots of people, as we've come to find, as people have, at, that have watched this church and have been in the Telegram group and stuff like that. When we try to bring clarity to some subjects, you'll find people. Just as we talk about, there's a lot of people that are full of shit. That they have no interest in actually challenging their own worldview. They have no. They're supposed to be the truth seekers, and they got hundred thousand subscribers and stuff like that. And then you drop one of the, you know, one of the things that we talk about here, and you just watch them shudder. It's like, well, I don't need to know that. No, you don't. No, you don't. But meanwhile, while you openly talk about how you know how you are proud of your ignorance, we're just going to go to the you know the Kabbalah of Norse mythology. We're just going to go decode Santa Claus. We're going to go to the Cherokee story of creation. We're going to go to the Hamsa. We're going to you know rifle through the Bible and all these things. It's like ah, there's no meaning there. It's all a bunch of nonsense. I don't need to know that. We'll show you that you're wrong. Just like, the, just like the flat earthers goes and says, oh, you Globies are wrong. We're doing the same thing, except with truth seekers on dozens of subjects. That puts us in a, a, a special little camp. That puts us into the cult status, if you will. Don't care. Okay? This is what all of this is for. This is what all these books are for. This is why we've spent, you know, uh, really the last few years working uh, diligently, so hard to produce content, so that we could say, hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna present this stuff in a, you know, a sermon, or I'm gonna flap my stink, you know, stupid potty mouth on YouTube here, and it's like, oh, there's Marty again, just talking shit. It's like, no, but then, then we're gonna back up everything, everything. If I say something, I'm like, here okay? And hence why we work so hard of of producing these things, because I know that when I was undergoing this stuff, when I was, you know, 28 and 29 and 30 and 32 and 33 and all this other stuff, I would have, you know, I was desperate to find a group of people like this. I was desperate to find however small it is or how many people that show up to be like, oh, we can just talk about everything. And then not only that, there's educational material. This, my friends... This is a textbook. That's what that is. <laughs> this is a textbook, okay? A textbook for a college and an academy That was that is absolutely needed in this world. This is why the next thing that we're going to work on, as soon as this baby's done, and as soon as our documentary is done and things like that, we'll be doing the Tenants of the Order. So it's like, well, what do you guys believe? This. And then we're going to do a PDF, so in case anybody wants the bullet points, it's like this, you know? Like well, why do you believe in reincarnation? Because of this and, this and 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 here it is in the Bible, and here's why it makes sense, and here's why like this whole earthly experience doesn't even make sense if you if, without reincarnation, we're just gonna just you know here's our beliefs, and then here's a five ton Mack truck full of evidence and proofs to say this is why. Show me another church that does that. We provide, once again, um, documentaries on all sorts of different subjects so that people can get, you know, be clear on some of these things. And some of these are journalistic you know, um, endeavors is really what they are. You know, the Kingdom of Hawaii, and Puna Geothermal, Pizzagate, um, you know, Flat Earth, Dear Wolfgang. Those are all, those, you know, I played the role of journalist in those. That's exactly what I was doing. I was like, okay, what's, what's up here? So um, one of the many hats that we wear here for what? Why, these are all free, by the way documentaries have always been free sermons live streams always free why because since day one of me doing this i've been an educator i'm not a conspiracy theorist i'm not a conspiracy theorist at all i think conspiracy theories are for the most part retarded i am an educator which means is this true all right you got to show me some shit bro make your claim fine well you got something to back it up you better have a lot to back it up we do our best to back it up and this is yet another reason why I took on this project that will be, like I said, coming due at the end of the month. Um, I really had no time to do this. I, we were in the middle. We didn't even have a home. I was literally doing research in a tent, in a shed. No joke. I had no time to do this, but I realized this is important. People need to know. This person that was working with me, he needed help. So that's what we're going to do. But you don't even have a home, Marty. I'll get one. So what we're doing here, too, is um, and this is something that we're you know, going to be working a lot more in the next like month or two, uh, especially in the March. I hope we finish up a lot of this stuff, but it's a set up essentially a foundation to pass on to future generations like jennifer and i don't have children but we do have a trust and we'll pass this on to people that we trust we were going to pass it on to people that are going to continue this because that's what's going to need because it's one thing for me to talk directly into your ear hole person out there that's listening but guess what do you have children they're going to need to know too aren't they and marty lee's not going to be around forever so it's going to be important that when we come to these truths right and we and we come to know these things that they're that they're um, that we become the custodians of these things. It becomes our here we go again. We'll be revisiting this. It's our responsibility. We have a responsibility to pass this stuff on, and hence yet another reason why we're talking about doing um, you know retreat center that sort of thing, um, and hopefully that will happen by I don't know. I don't want to say too much. But our, the process of this might be expedited a little bit, and you know we might have this going by end of the year, early next, we'll see. We'll see. Well hopefully um, we'll figure that out in the next six, five, six months. So so this person wrote me and said, "Hey, Marty, I hope you're having a great weekend. I am. My husband and I have some questions and honestly need some direction. I was raised Catholic. Not part of it all, but, you know, not part of it all at all, but I still believe in God and that sort of thing. I have a deep-seated relationship with God that's very personal. Excellent. My husband wasn't raised in religion at all, but he does listen to your messages. He's a good man. We both appreciate your message and interpretation. You're welcome. We don't believe that religions interpret the Bible well. They don't. However, we do want our children to know God. Good. How do we explain it to them without being part of a religion? I want my children to know God, but my husband and I are unsure how you go about it without getting caught up in organized religion's interpretations. What's up, Hacky? Kind of ruining the show here, girl. Anyway. So any help is appreciated. We live in Nebraska. Lots of different religious organizations around us. Yeah. Right. And they won't last. We don't know how much we don't know much about them. Hope you're doing well. Well, we can only do so much. Like we obviously can't set up churches in every like state and that sort of stuff, right? So we just do the little church that we have here. But that's this is exactly what we set this up for, is so that you could um learn these things and then teach your children and in fact hence one of the reasons that we do a children's book this is directly geared towards helping your child understand that this thing right here and the next one will be as well It's say next one's going to be a little bit more goofier though but anyway um totally geared towards like hey helping your child understand that this thing is astrological okay that's what this book is okay so we're do, w- what we're doing and we, we only have you know we only have Two sets of hands here so there's only so much we can do but um, what we're doing is setting it up so not only that you can learn these things but then once you learn them then you can teach them to your children okay um and so the first thing that we do and hence why we say this children should not be in these live streams this is not a church service for children is because the adults need to learn first And I know you guys need to learn, and I know I've got lots to learn as well, right? But I know you guys need to learn because I was in the position, too, where I was like, I need to learn. Like, is there anything to know? Are there answers? Well, there are. But first, we need to fully educate the adults so that they can pass it on to the children, right? Because I don't know the best way to raise children or raise your children and things like that. I do know that they shouldn't be learning bullshit, and you should not be teaching them lies, Okay? And so, once again, hence why we're doing uh, Little Simon Petey and the Amazing Adventures of Grandpapa, okay? Um, the, the, the We can no longer afford to live a lie, okay? And this is what I meant before, what I talked specifically about people that know of conspiracies and are not talking about them because they want to keep on Spotify or they don't want to lose subscribers here or this is too controversial or blah, 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 blah. I don't care. You can make all the excuses you fucking want in the world. And I don't, I'm not listening to any of them. To me, that's weakness. To me, that's gatekeeping. To me, that is doing a huge, huge disservice to not only truth and God, but to your children. We can no longer afford to live a lie. We never could. Okay. And so it's important to not lie to your children and actually teach them things that they can know. Okay? Because obviously, there's lots of things in this world that are great mysteries that we have no idea about and stuff like that. And you should be honest to your children about that. Just say, whoa, whoa, what's after the ice wall? I don't know, right? But it's important that to take them out of that culture that is completely satanic, that lies to them constantly and has them idol worship, and actually give them truths and the things that they can know. Like, don't lie, tell them where we are. Tell them that you have a role here. Tell them that human beings have a purpose, that we have a divine purpose. Don't tell them, don't feed them full of shit about, well, he's got to go to school, and at school they're teaching them the solar system. Then you do everything in your power to yank them out of that freaking school. You know, people say it's like, oh, it's easy for you to say you don't have children. Jennifer and I, if we did, we would be a thousand times more militant than we even are now. So don't even give me that. I'm not listening to it. We know people that are in the position right now There's like, I'm not teaching my child that. I'll yank them out. We know people that during COVID, they took their children out into the middle of the fucking desert to live because they're like, we're not subjecting our children to masks and all this other stuff. And it was hard. But you know what? They did that for their children because they're like, I am not living a lie. Well, this church is here to help you teach them the truth, okay? Teach your children the mysteries. Now, obviously, they're not ready to understand all the mysteries. They don't have the complexity of mind, and their brain hasn't grown that much and stuff like that for them to understand that stuff. We, we know that, but you can start with the basics, right? Like, you know, well, first off, like t- tell, tell them what the Bible actually is. <laughs> tell them it's a big book of mysteries. It's a masterwork of literature. It's mathematically encoded. That it's a book of star study. Tell them this. Tell them that's what all the myths are, because that's what they are. Tell them that they can find, you know, teach them about comparative mythology. Oh, Jesus is the son of God. Did you know, little Jimmy Bobby? Did you like him calling him Jimmy Bobby? Do you know, little Jimmy Bobby, that there's lots of sun gods throughout, throughout the, the canon of myth and, and civilizations and stuff like that? Teach him it's a book of the mysteries. Teach him that they have, that their, their whole goal in this life is to prepare themselves for the next one, for the, you know, for eternal life, for salvation. Teach him it's timeless wisdom. Ask, make them ask hard questions. Like, does that really sound like something that happened in history? <clears throat> we never got an education. Yet another reason why we are an educational curriculum here, why we're a nonprofit and educational curriculum. Why? Because I know that I was taught a heap load of bullshit. Pretty much everything I know I had to unlearn. Okay. And so, teach your children the seven classic liberal arts. I had to go and study them myself. I had to do my due diligence in geometry, and I had to study etymology, and I had to study all of these things. If I wouldn't have had my head full of the pupukaka, is Stella here? Stella, did you hear that? I just, I just threw a pupukaka out there, just for you girl. If my head wasn't full of pupukaka and spent all that time unlearning and actually just learn this stuff, I would be where I am back when I was 30 or 28 or even younger. It wouldn't have taken me till freaking 44 years old where I'm starting to get gungy down there and, you know, like creaky and stuff like that for me to understand the basics of geometry and numbers and music and things like that. Okay, so teach your, teach your child the basics of the holy sciences. Does that mean that they're going to understand the complexities of these things? No, but teach them about the Zodiac. Teach him the actual or true cosmology. Teach them what's right in front of them. Like I said, one of the books that we want to work on it probably won't happen this year. Maybe next year is a, is a, a children's book for like numbers so that kids can go out and be like, oh, look, that's nature. And there's the hexagon and here's this and that sort of thing. So when we talk about responsibility, the, another reason that we, you know, I, I talk about opening the church is like the, because I had a responsibility is because, well, I woke up just like you guys have. You woke up to their dark wizardry and you realized it's all around us and you realize that they're coming for your children. Just like they came after us. Now, luckily, because I had, you know, some banger of parents and, you know, like I actually was raised pretty decently and stuff like that. I was actually given the foundation and groundwork to be able to refute a lot of this stuff and ultimately not let, you know, completely destroy my life and stuff like that. But I woke up to the dark wizardry, which means it's our, it it was like, okay, well, now you have a responsibility to become a wizard, a light wizard. To fight, to fight against the forces of evil. You woke up to the fact that this whole place has been occulted and that occult knowledge, that true gnosis, actually helps us understand everything from why you put a Christmas tree in the house to why Jesus is hanging on a cross? Well, then you got to become the light wizard and teach. You think I'm just here doing this and flapping my stupid trap because I want attention and stuff like that? No, I'm here to make more cult leaders. <laughs> Cultural leaders is what I mean. The forces of evil are working full time, which means the good man must do the same. Evil's working all overtime. Evil doesn't have like a union. They'll just they'll just put punch in and work extra nights and all through the night just to destroy everything that's good and beautiful in this world. Which means you have a responsibility. Which means the gnostic has a responsibility to do the same. Work full time against it. Why? For you? No, no, no. If anything, for your children. Speak the truth in this world and do it unapologetically. But what happens if they kick me off this platform and then blah, 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 blah? If you stay the course, if you actually align yourself with God, God will respond. That's why they say two things in the Bible, have no fear and fear God. What does it mean? Number one, have no fear in this life, meaning don't fear anything. Go into this life. Don't be an idiot, of course. That's where the education comes in, right? That's where the whole balance thing comes in. That's where that Gnostic, you know, uh, humility comes in for sure. But walk through this life and have no fear about things. It's like, well, if I do this, then that, right? And also fear God. What's the archaic definition of fear? It means awe, wonder, wonderment, amazement, reverence, respect, veneration, have a veneration for God in your life. As we say, a Gnostic doesn't just go to church on Sunday here. A Gnostic's life is a walking meditation on Christ. Okay? So you walk with in your life, having the fear of God, the wonderment of God, the amazement of God, the reverence for God, the veneration for God, the respect for God. Knock and you shall be, and it shall be opened unto you. Ask and you shall receive. What do you think that means? It means God, if you walk in the way, God will respond and you should have no fear if you got God behind your back. We must remain firm in our resolve too with the things, and this is one of the things I've had to be against, uh, a lot of times against a lot of antithesis and criticism and things like that is like, I've just had to remain strong. I'm like, look, I know what I'm saying is true. I don't need your opinion. And I'm just, if you hate me and don't invite me to your thing or Marty's, the, I don't care because I'm going to remain firm in my resolve because we know what the fuck we're talking about. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my strength and the horn of my salvation. What's that horn? Well, we learned as Gnostics. What, what is that horn? That's your hippocampus. That's your, that's your Aries, your ram in your head you go down to the church and they think it's some dude being like (laughs) he is my rock and my salvation he is my defense i shall not be moved trust in him at all times it says the other reason that we started the church and started doing this full time is that truth needs to be lived truth does not need to be defended Truth does not need you barking and and bellowing out at, you know twice a week on YouTube here and talking about ah truth seeker no you need to live it otherwise I don't give a shit what you have to say don't care at all show it to me show your faith by your works otherwise you got nothing I'm not impressed at all I'm impressed with people that live it There is no, I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in truth. Actually, that's three, John 1, 4. I'm just saying there's a three, there's a one, there's a four there. Okay, probably. Anyway, Um, I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in truth. God delights when we say, oh, we heard heard the earth is flat. I'm fucking getting on top of the, I'm going to get on the rooftop over here. And I'm screaming it into the wind. And then I'm going to walk and be like, you're an idiot, Flat earther." Yes, I am. And I got a cult too. Some of these people drink pee. (laughs) God delights when we do these things and responds. And this is what we started this thing. It's all worship. You're worshiping. You're always worshiping. It just depends where your attention actually goes and what you actually focus on, okay? And so what we want to do here at the church is actually give you an an understanding and a knowing and the evidence of your faith when it comes to what you worship, okay? So that when we say, ah, I'm a follower of Christ, no, we we know what that means. <laughs> and we explain it and we don't just... You know, and and it has nothing to do with what pretty much most of these other Christians believe, and that's totally fine, okay? Because what they're doing is worshiping, but they're not worshiping the genuine article. They're not. They're not doing that with any sort of knowing. They're doing it with a belief, which is blind acceptance, and that's not what belief is. So all of it's worship. Worship is showing reverence or adoration for uh, honor with religious rites, showing reverence or adoration for things our world as we know is filled with others oh, there's the cult again um reverence and adoration for things money the possessions your status your career your football team you don't you know you mean to tell me that those guys in the upper they might be atheists in the upper right corner right there and they're absolutely members of a cult Are you in part of the cult of the Democrats or Republicans? Do you really think that the Democrats are on your side or the Republicans are on your side? Do you know why you believe that? It's because you're in a cult. You're in the cult of the right-wing MAGA, you know, that whole thing. That was a big, giant cult where people were putting flags in their house and, you know, banners in their house and wearing MAGA shirts and hats and shit like that. It's because you had adoration or reverence for a guy who is a total and complete pile of shit who doesn't care about you at all. So we want to play, establish a place where we can actually understand, oh, you're always worshiping and you're always in a cult. You better make sure to know um, to know gnosis exactly what you're worshiping and exactly where to send your, your attention even when hating stuff even when hating stuff what do we end up doing we're just falling falling in the cult. people conspiracy theorists in this sort of sense they have an adoration and a reverence and co- they're possessed by constantly finding the next conspiracy That's where your attention is. That's what you're worshipping. Most people think cults look like this. They do. But cults... Exact, but also cults look like this. Do you know how many people's like... Her album, Lover... I actually know some Taylor Swift albums. Lover, 1984. I don't know if I can name another one. Um, anyway, so her fans, Hollywood fans, whatever, you know, like a movie stars, musicians and shit like that, these people are in a cult. They worship her. Okay? So it's all worship. It's all worship. Whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans or your money or your favorite football team or your possessions or your career or your status or your image of who you are. You're all worshiping, you know, they're, they're, these people are all worshiping, they're all in a cult. And what we say is, hey man, all of that shit is nonsense. All of that shit is a distraction, ultimately. Even the conspiracy theories and constantly going through every single one and going down every rabbit hole and be like, oh, see, I told you, that's a lie. You're possessed with that. That's, dra- that's dragging your mind and your heart always down into these holes. It's not going to, it's not going to help. Tell you that right now. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this from experience. This is what it actually means. Why some Gnostics are saying, love not the world, that means you don't you just forget about this world and abandon it and it's a prison. No, that's not what these verses mean. I think this is Matthew. Um, love not the world. No, it's one John I want to say. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The world is, of course, the the the, the world age okay and the things that are in the world and this is fallen in love this is exactly what they're talking about you fell in love with the football team you dress up like a freaking indian for the chiefs or whatever you you know, you go out and's like oh it's just the republicans this is you falling in love with things of the world and focusing on things of the world and not knowing anything about who you actually are and how your spirit that christ within you is being drug about and kicked about Might as well just throw that spirit, chain it to the back of an old 1984 Buick Skylark and drag it through the frickin' mud. Because that's what you're doing. (sighs) For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away. Everything is fleeting. Everything is temporary. Everything goes. But the things that we focus on, the eternalities, the truths, The universal truths, the axiom, the spiritual axioms—those those those things never, those things never go away. They're always here. They'll always be with us, and that's what we worship. That's what our cult is based on. But he that doeth the will of the God of will of God abideth forever. And this is what we talk about um, in—it's all worship. The word that breaks all magic spells. You're always doing worship. Even, even Aleister Crowley had something good to say about this. Why should you study and practice magic? Because you can't help but doing it. And you had better do it well than badly. You're always worshiping. You're always in a cult in one way or another. So you better know what you're doing. We create what we speak. We manifest our reality. And lots of people are manifesting these realities. And by the way, conspiracy theorists are often just as bad as some of these people. And this is why I said, some of these people to me look like Simon Dan fans. But we're supposed to be like rubbing elbows and chummy chums because we're part of, a, you know, because we believe the earth is flat or something. It's not enough for me. Sorry. So we focus on what's important. And what's important is to be found Everywhere. And this is the one thing that us Gnostics, uh, under, uh, the true Gnostic, understands: is that God is filled, as it says in the Bible, Jesus, uh, Christ, uh, Jesus Christ, abounded unto many. Right? All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, in all things. That sort of thing. That the proof and truth of God. And this is really the the Gnostic experience. This is the the, the raising of consciousness. And this is really what we want to get to: to this place where we can see and understand and know. We can look with our own two eyes down at a flower and be like, oh, I, I, know the, I know the faith behind that. I know the evidence of things not seen that has framed the world. I know what's behind that. That's God, and I can see it. I'm not abandoning the world. I'm not looking at the world and cursing it and being like, this is a trap, and none of this matters, and the body is just, that's we had. We had somebody that was in our church that said that. The body is just this, you know, just a piddly thing, just throw it away. It's Are you fucking nuts? Are you fucking nuts? No, it's the very temple that God has placed himself in. And he obviously made it in his image. And it's a perfected thing. That doesn't mean we worship the dang thing. But this is what an, an actual misunderstanding and uh, a lack of knowledge will bring bring you. These are just crazy beliefs. There's axioms okay God has established universal truths and axioms in this creation an axiom is a statement of proposition which is regarded as being established accepted or self-evidently true God as we when we come to find when you actually do <coughs> Willie ten demerits no more chicken jerky for you you've you know this is like farting in church okay Do you have any idea what you're doing? <laughs> Control that animal. Anyway, so our world is filled with self-evident universal truths. They're put right in front of you. (laughs) And we're taught and propagandized to ignore them. In fact, even the churches be like, Kabbalah? Go ask any Christian, Kabbalah? Really? It's all nonsense? You think so? It's actually just there to prove God. And it's put right in front of you. The imprint of God is on everything, and that state of consciousness, that education, that understanding, that faith and belief, that that path is what we want to establish here at the Gnostic Church and Academy of Lord Jesus Christ. Manly Palmer Hall said, A philosopher might declare that the universe could be made out of a man, but the foolish would regard this as an impossibility, not realizing that a man is a seed from which the universe may be brought forth. God is the within and without of all things. God in everything, God in everything. He is one universal spirit manifesting through an infinity of forms. God, therefore, is the spiritual seed planted in the dark earth, material universe in the dark earth. One of the great axioms is within everything is the seed of everything. And the Gnostic, that's uh, excerpts from the secret teachings of all ages. Manly, Palmer Hall, within the seed, within everything is the seed of everything. And the Gnostic, our pursuit, what we try to do here is, is help people get to that state of consciousness where they actually see it they can actually understand it. And they say, hey, that's the degree of phyllotaxis right there. That's, That's what helps that plant. That's literally the form of that plant, the geometric foundation of that plant. That's in Christ? Yeah. Yeah. And this is the things. All things are in one and one and all. And the Gnostics' pursuit is to actually see that. This guy, speaking of seeing, can't see shit. <laughs> he doesn't like the cult leader, Marty. He's like, I totally, I'd rather have mama. Mama's so much better than the cult leader. She is not chicken jerky. Get this get this freaking animal out of here. Okay. God speaks to us through nature. This, this is the other thing that the Gnostic um, understands, that all of these things that we uncovered in the Bible, just like I said, the phyllotaxis the path of the sun, death and death and rebirth, resurrection, three days—all of this sort of stuff, right? That we cover, you can find it all in nature. Where do you think they found it in the first place? That's because God is imbued Himself within everything and wants us to find it, wants us to get to that, get on that path, and come to the understanding that we can see Him everywhere. Voltaire said, if God did not exist, it would be necessary to invent him. But then people also forget the rest of that phrase where he says, But all of nature cries out that he does exist. Nate God, just like just like any William Blake poem, essentially, right? That it's God is just crying out everywhere. Symbolically, you know, metaphysically, is the presence of God is within everything and cries out through it. It doesn't matter if it's a tree, if it's the sun. If it's the horizon, it's the, the grass that grows in the ground. Oh, we look at that tree. Well, what is it doing? the roots are reaching down to the material, earthly plane, that physicality, and then it's reaching up into the heavens above. And so the tree is actually a, a direct expression of as above, so below, and also the, the tree in the center of the universe, which actually represents our axis moody. So you mean to tell me, Marty, that every time you look at a tree, it's an expression of God, yes? And that's why we need to be cultured, any true culture will be cultured in the occult. God can be found in everything around us, and this is what the great mystics understood. This is why there's that we've talked about before, where the philosopher's stone can be seen in the clouds and in the rivers and on the hillside and in within you. And only those cultured in the occult can see and experience this. This is true gnosis, and this is why we've set up this church so we can we can set up a cult to help grow culture, so people can be cultured in the occult and then you realize that that responsibility of us being honest, genuine, truthful, full of integrity, full of dignity, to be that rock, to be the foundation, to have that strength, is especially for us men, as going back to last Sunday, it's our responsibility. It's written in the word itself. It's put right in front of us. Responsibility in the English cipher equals 56. And the properties of the number 28... Are, um, the divisors are 1, 2, 4, 7, 14, and 28. And those sum to 56. So the 28 phalanges, when you reach out your 28 phalanges to another person and say, hey, let's, uh, let's hold hands and uh, let's get on that journey together. Let's get on that path together to understanding and knowing and being strong in the face of evil, and being the good man who fights evil full-time, and, and not teaching our children lies, and educating ourselves, and ditching the fucking man cave, and actually getting to study again. All of that responsibility is on us, and when you hold another person's hand, 28 plus 28 is 56. And that 56 of the responsibility is within the mathematics of the very phalanges that's put right in front of you. We all have a responsibility. R-E-S-P-O-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y. We all have a responsibility to let people know that the divine and his order and his logos has been put right in front of us. And that gives us, each and every one of us that's sitting there ass in those digital pews here today, a great responsibility. It's in your hands. The future of our culture is in your hands. And everything is worship and it's all a cult. So which, where are you going to put your focus? Well, all the people that do show up and um, support the tiny church here and do uh, take the time, to absorb the material and try to understand it and pass it along to people. We really appreciate it, okay? We know we're a tiny church, but we're just going to keep on keeping on because that's what we do. So, and you can, you know, you really, you take those hands and you flap them and you fly up to heaven because Gnosis gives you wings because you guys are go parts. Okay, thank you all so much for joining me this morning. We really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed um, my riffing today. I, like I said, this was going to be casual, just me sort of, Ranting and raving, but I but I think it was good all in all. So if you'd like to become a good bird, you can become a good bird. At subscribe, star. You can become a phoenix bird, a keel bird, a Cygnus bird, or you can become Tom of the Beat My Bird. And if you'd like any to send any um, donations, make checks uh, payable to Nastic Academy, seven seven eight one County Road, thirty four forty Mountain View, Missouri six five five four eight. And so net and um, do, um, donations, Venmo, buy me a coffee, Cash App, Subscribe, Star. Um, next week, like I said, I'm hoping next Sunday we are going to release this fingers crossed. If it comes the last copy is supposed to be here this Sunday where it's all ready to go on the website and stuff like that. So if that's the case, then we will do a book launch. And then, like I said, Jennifer and I'll just sit through um, here and we're actually going to go through every page of this. And once again, unveil all the magic tricks, so basically we'll let, go over literally everything that we encode that I encoded in there that we put in there, the colors, the characters, the stories, everything. And so, um, so you can see how um, a magician or how a, a Gnostic or how a mystic actually encodes things, okay? So um, we are streaming to um, YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble. We're not streaming to Instagram. Podcasts available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, all the Spotify, all those great places. And thank you to, contentia- it's con-
1: <laughs>
0: thank you to Content Safe for getting us on Bitshoot. We really appreciate it. And, of course, Rockfin members, all the sermons, Tuesdays with Marty, music videos, archive videos, documentary films. Uh, I will be putting the documentary film out on Rumble and just Rumble and Rockfin, and then I'll send the link, and then the person I'm working with, he'll put it out as well, and on um, his platforms and things like that, and I will direct you to it, and like I said, we'll do, once it's out, I'll do um, um maybe a video, or we'll do a sermon, and I'm going to talk more about it, and how I got involved, and my thoughts on it, things like that, and then after that, yeah, I'm not talking about it, I'm, we're moving on, we got other stuff we need to do, so, but I'm excited for it, so. Speaking of documentaries, they're all on Rockfin, and you can also get the Sunday Sermons on the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac app. That's right, that's Dave Weiss's app, and uh, that teaches you about your flat stationary plane and how there's actually a friend finder on this. So, if you're out there and you're like, I need to find people that I can at least chat with in some way, hey, that might be a good start. So, uh, church store as well, books, books, um, music, and Bibles, and all of that sort of good stuff, okay? And should I play another song at the end here? Best church ever. Julie Pradal, we love you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. 183 watching that's far too many people watching. That's far too many people. Should we do another song? Yeah. You guys mind? <clears throat> Ooh. Do you mind if I do a rockin' one? And then we'll say thank yous. We'll say thank yous and then we'll get out of here.
1: I've been away in a daze for some days and I pray that I'll find my way home. Bones they do shake as I break for my soul, and I go towards the souls of my life. And I try to find myself at times, and I sing to myself low rhymes, but yet I fall asleep to your lonely lullabies. Comprehend All the light that I bend That sends me to these shadows inside The lies that unfold That have sold me down the road And they showed me to the life I do decide With no fear of death and no compromise No singing to myself low rhymes But yet I fall asleep To your lonely lullaby Falling through the web you strung me into, and I seen through your weaving wicked truths. Take your sedatives and live in arrogance. No, I'll dance to my own beat. I've been away in a daze for some days, and I pray that I'll find my way home. But bones they do shake as I break for my soul, and I go towards the shores of my life with no fear of death and no compromise no singing to myself low rhymes but yet I fall asleep to your lonely lullaby
0: baby. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got some thank yous here. <laughs> and then I won't <laughs> blast your ear holes with my singing songs. Uh, Brian and Aaron. Thank you so much to Brian and Aaron. Michael Shucknick. Thank you so much. Mystery of Nature. Thank you. Roberta Weiss. Shannon Seal. Wow. So looking forward to this documentary. And One Day the Tarot too. Yes, I will get, I will get to it. I promise. In our current culture of lackadaisical uh, enlightenment, entitlement, Your bust-ass hard work is powerful leadership and highly motivating. Yes. You know, I I was going to talk about something, too, about leading by example. You know, that's what we talked about. I think it was last Sunday we talked about how the men are supposed to lead by example. So, you know, the talkity-talk, and this is what I do. Like, who cares? Just show it. Just show it. That's the best way, you know? Um, so, thank you so much. Love you, Shannon Seal. Bruce Hutton. Been gone for a couple weeks. Nice to get back and grounded. Where have you been, Bruce? This is a cult. You're supposed to show up. Okay, thank you, Bruce Hutton. Buy me a copy. C- Crystal Rose. Magical Steven. Was lovely to see you today. The yurt looks amazing, by the way. Thank you so much. Lawrence J. Latempio. Sunday services. Awesome and wonderfully done and most appreciated. Love you guys peaceably. Thank you so much. Derek Holloway. Daniel Knight. Jeremy Hines. I did get your email about the... Um, the, the Super Bowl stuff, and people have been inundating me with Super Bowl stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know, I just don't really care, but I, I, I will definitely look at it. Happy Rising, my friends. Much love. The improvement of understanding is for two ends. First, our own increase of knowledge. Secondly, to enable us to deliver that knowledge to others. John Locke. That's right. Kevin Potter sending good bird love. Eugene Jocks Leah Steele, thank you so much. David McKinney, thank you. Angela Morris, for a great sermon today. That was uh, last Sunday. Thank you so much. Daniel Hager, Alicia Crawford, John Vina, best truth ever, best church ever. Thank you so much. Corby Olson, soaring above the turkeys. Boom. But great way to put it. Corby Olson, Jared Poole, Gnostic Church for crushing. Crushing, crushing. Thank you so much. So great to see you again, brother. Ray Brackman says, Janine Grassi, for the pause. For the pause, you mean PAWs. You mean a 314? hey, why do you think I called this grandpa, paw? 314, more encodings. We'll get to that, okay. Um, where am I? Angela Morris, again, thank you so much. Virginia Dare, much love, thank you. Matthew Schlegel, I'm no flat earther, but I'm definitely your biggest fan brother. Much love, my friend. Matthew, we'll, we'll get that, we'll fix you up, okay? You got some issues, we'll fix you up. I'm just kidding. Thank you for the Sunday sermon, thank you. Jennifer McLaughlin, thank you. Stella Hastings, Ben and I love this village. 666, huh? Is that what you're doing? six, six, six. Anna Medina, cool song. Thank you so much. Um, Eric Colsell. Thank you. Andrew Masonette. Yay. A pie cult. Love me some pie. Exactly. Ben Kruba, I love my cult. Awesome. Deborah Stilly, You're always spot on, Marty. People think I'm crazy because I talk about these things. Thank you for continually speaking out. I appreciate you in this church. You are welcome. What else am I going to do? Right? So broken bear, uh, setting up my bar tab at Marty's Kool-Aid saloon, small says That's right. Kool-Aid is being passed around. Um, when, when you guys come to church here. So, okay, that's going to do it for me. Guys, thank you so much. Um, we will see you guys next week. And I hope, I really, really hope next week is a, the unveilment of the children's book. And I can't wait. I can't wait to read it to you. I can't wait to show you everything. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. So may you always keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. May his grace be with you all. Amen. Okay. That's going to do it for me. Um, you know what? We're going to play one more song for the outro here. Why not? Um, I, should I play a song? It might be this might be choppy. Okay, let's do it. Let's get out of here. Okay, that's going to do it, guys. Uh, I will see you next week. Thank you so much. God bless every single one of you, and we'll see you on the flip side. As always, many blessings and much love to all. This is a Towns Van Zant song, and I think he covered it, but it's called Two Hands, and it's amazing. Let's do it. All right, God bless. See you next week, guys.
2: I got two hands. I want to clap my hands together. I got two. but down in your soul there's one that won't desert you ain't it fine to have a savior by your side well i got two hands i want to clap my hands together i got two legs i'm gonna dance to heaven's door i got one heart i want to fill it up with jesus and i ain't gonna think about trouble anymore The Lord resides inside a house of golden And faith is the door And love is the key All and warm is the light Pouring from his mighty windows And that light, my friend, that shines on you and me Well, I got two hands I want to clap my hands together I got two late I going to dance to heaven's door. I got one heart. I'm going to fill it up with Jesus. And I ain't going to think about trouble anymore. But when the wind blows on that faithful morning, and I close my eyes, Lord, and fly my body home, well, I don't want my friend to cry no tears about me. I'll be bathing in the glory of the throne Well, I got two hands I want to clap my hands together I got two legs I want to dance to heaven's door I got one heart I want to fill it up with Jesus And I ain't gonna think about trouble anymore